Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life podcast and we've got a wonderful guest today. Uh, but before we introduce that special guest, uh, let's say hi to my co-anchor, Ali Stamita. Hey, Ali. Hi, Bonnie. Yes, we have such a special guest. We're so excited to chat with um, about just some really important activism that she's doing, um, some um, of her health ailments that she's helping other women get through and more. Um, so I'm really excited to chat with her today. Also, as always, guys, um, we're here every Monday with new guests. So be sure that you are coming back, downloading our episodes, giving us reviews and subscribing. Great. And so now let's, let's say hello to, um, you know, somebody that we just love and admire, Jamie King. Oh. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. How are you? We're doing great. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Great. And we're really impressed by this work that you are doing, this kind of activism in uh, women's health, because it's just so important that, you know, we're forthcoming about the issues that we do face um, as women and with our health. And, you know, some of these subjects are just like things that a lot of women don't feel comfortable even acknowledging to their friends. And so you have just become um, a partner, like a, you've got a partnership with Alera, which is the first chronic care platform for women with polycystic ovary syndrome. And a lot of women have, it's got for short called PCOS, and often they don't know they yeah. have it but it's creating a lot of problems for, for them. So tell us, why did you decide to get involved with Alera and with speaking out about PCOS? Um, I got involved with Alara because I was diagnosed with PCOS, endometriosis and adenomyosis when I was 26 years old. And when I was 26, um, I was pregnant for the first time and um, I went to before, before I knew I was pregnant, I, I was going to a lot of different doctors and no one could properly diagnose me. And I was very sick. Um, the ninth doctor that I went to, his name was Dr. Randy Harris, um, said, okay. Uh, he spoke to my, he actually got on the phone with my mom and spoke to her for like two hours, very, very thorough, getting all the medical history and essentially said, listen, I know already what it is that you have. And I'm um, going to examine you. And when he examined me, found out that I was pregnant, but the baby wasn't in the right place. And I lost that child to an ectopic pregnancy. And at the same time, almost lost my life. Um, and this doctor saved it. Um, I, at 26 years old, was also told that I would probably never have children, that I had low to no ovarian reserve. Um, 
and I had never heard of these diseases before. Um, no one ever talked about it. Growing up as a girl and as a woman, I was essentially just taught that, you know, women are supposed to be in pain and you just got to suck it up and pain around mm -hmm. your menstruation, pain around this, pain around that. And um, the more research that I did, because it's, it, it really does, you know, consume your life. You know, it's not just a disease that, um, you know, it, it impacts your nutrition, it impacts your body weight, it impacts your mind, your emotions. Um, you know, you're, you're just consistently, you know, uh, there's, it's, it's very indescribable. And, you know, over 50% of women have this, over 50%. Mm -hmm. Oh. And we're not taught about these things. And I found it extremely, um, extremely disconcerting. Also, the lack of, of people that are were not only aware of this, but like the, the options to help suppress PCOS um, and to help take care of it. And I went through literally every single possible thing that you could do. Um, and for... I would say when I, when I, after I had my first son, James Knight, even before then, um, I just became obsessed with figuring out a different way how to do this, how, a different way how to take care of women. And I started to, you know, I would literally look at women walking down the street and I could tell by their bodies or by the way that they were moving, like if they had this disease and I would straight wow. up go to them and be like, do you have really heavy periods? Um, are you in a lot of pain? Like, <laughs> like literally like, like people I didn't know on the street, they're like, yeah, I do. And I was like, maybe you should get this thing checked out. Um, and the same thing with a lot of my friends and they ended up being diagnosed with it. So Alara is the first online healthcare platform where you can get all of your needs met at once. You know, it's, it's a community of people you have support from, you have doctors, they work with nutritionists, they work with life coaches. And I invested in this company and I came on as director of impact um, because I really wanted to educate and bring awareness and support um, women. And also, you know, specifically like in people of color and <clears throat> excuse me, in marginalized communities, you know, they're really not getting the healthcare access that they need. Um, and this is the first the first online platform, like I said, ever for something like this. And it's just such a huge thing, you know? I mean, to, to be diagnosed with this um, takes time and a lot of money and a lot of resources that most people don't have. And there's just gotta be a change in the system. It's too broken, it's too fragmented. And um, every, you know, every woman deserves to be taken care of and seen and heard. It's so shocking to me that, uh, shocking in a way that, that it's so not talked about, but that it's affects over 50% of women. Like what I learned about endometriosis and PCOS literally through celebrities and talking with people and, you know, you and Julianne Huff and Amy Schumer and um, Lena Dunham. And it's just so incredible that we're not taught this in like a health class. Um I, I do, I, I know that when I grew up, it was the same thing. And I know that so many women have the same experience as you. And if you have pain, heavy periods, um, you know, you're told just uh, take some Tylenol and go lie down or don't take yep. gym class. Yeah. Um, it's go to gym class. Yes, Bonnie. That was, <laughs> I remember that in school, I'd be in so much pain. And they'd be like, well, you just got to keep running or you running is going to help you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, my mm -hmm. God, I really feel like I'm dying. You know, mm -hmm. like you have to push through it. Right. 
Yes, and endometriosis can cause tremendous pain. And I know Julian Huff has, has talked about how much how how much pain she was in. And now, can you explain? Does is it often that endometriosis, which is like um, when you have growth in the um, uterine lining outside the uterine lining. It's like the tissue from the ovaries starts to grow into other places. Is that common to have that with polycystic ovary syndrome at the same time? Yes. Yes. It's very common. It's very, very common. And typically, um, if you do have endometriosis, um, you typically do have a polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and Julian's absolutely right. We've talked about this before, you know, she and I, and because um, I remember when I first spoke out about it, no one, no one was talking about it. And I was so scared, guys. I was freaking out. Like I went to do the cover of People Magazine literally to talk about my journey. And like a month before it came out, I was in a state of pure panic, pure panic. I never wow. felt that way before. And I, I actually called Lena about it, Lena Dunham. And I was like, Lena, mm-hmm. I'm freaking out. And she was like, dude, like we have, you have to be a warrior. You have to be a warrior because you're, you're speaking out and no one's talking about this. And like, you're so brave to do it. So just keep doing it for all of us, you know, like just keep doing it and everything's going to be okay. Cause you have an army of women around you that are going to support you. Like it's, it's going to be okay. But you know, I just felt like ashamed you know, like, especially like, I don't know, there's something about like, that women are taught, like, also that like, our only gift is like being able to bear children. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, whether that's conscious or not conscious, like whether someone says that or doesn't say that, like, it's literally like, if you think about the patriarchy, really, um, it's Mm -hmm. sort of like, that's our one, one thing that we can do um, that, that men can't. Historically, that's been, that's been our role is to, bear children produce heirs to the throne play. yeah <laughs> and that's so funny you say that bonnie on top of it yeah what'd you say and then you have to do a lot of cooking and cleaning on top of it oh but yeah number one job is to produce the air <laughs> exactly it's so i love that you said that because um oftentimes you know i say especially when talking like on, on panels or things like that about women and you know women's empowerment issues and um I'm always like, hey guys, we don't have to compete with each other because we're not fighting for an heir to a throne anymore. You know, right. like, <laughs> like we don't we don't have to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was really afraid. Um, like I said, really afraid to speak out because then I was like, okay, great. Now I'm I'm gonna be that 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 woman that everyone looks at that's just like uh, like uh, I don't know. Wait, I was also triggered because someone that I was working with, a male cast member, said you know, he, he came in and started asking me about like questions about IVF and like his wife was diagnosed with um, uh, another disease that had nothing to do with reproductive disease, but would drastically affect it eventually. And I said, well, the, these are the steps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, well, my wife is not infertile like you. <gasps> oh, that's so And terrible. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, um, hmm. I'm not infertile you know, like I'm right. fertile. Um, and I remember when the doctors told me that I, you know, it would be very, very difficult and I maybe would be very lucky to even have a child. Um, I really thought inside of my heart, I knew it. I knew in my heart, I was like, nope, that's between me and God. And I'm going to do my mm-hmm. due diligence. And it doesn't matter what anyone says, because I believe in science and I believe in myself and I believe in, 
you know, a, a greater force at work here and how we can change our own bodies um, through intention and through focus. And, and, and I did, and I, I went through countless, countless miscarriages, but I have two beautiful children. And, um, but those, those years were really like hell, you know, and mm -hmm. I, well, I, I didn't listen to Jules on the, um, on the podcast. I didn't know what she talked about with you guys, but it's excruciatingly painful. And it's painful yeah. because like you feel isolated from everyone else, you know, you, it's like, you, it's, it's, um, it's, it's painful to have sex. It's painful to sit down. It's painful, you know, for three weeks out of the month, if not longer, you know, when you ovulate, when you don't ovulate, like, uh, like all of these mm -hmm. things. And it starts to feel like, you know, like, um, let's say you have a big event or you go to work or like you just a night out with friends consistently like right before you go all of a sudden you're too sick to even go you know and, and then you feel like you're gonna lose your friends or you're gonna lose this da, 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 da. because then we have all these social pressures which obviously during the pandemic things have shifted and changed and um obviously now I think it's a way it's way better because more women talk about it and it's more known but during you know for many for many many years of my life it really wasn't and I felt very isolated and alone by it and then I realized, okay, you know what? I'm going to do anything and everything that I can to make sure that any other person will be able to have, to be tended to and taken care of. Like that's yeah. just the bottom line because nobody, nobody should live like this. I feel like also with, you know, endo and PCOS and, and just really any like chronic illness and it, it is a balance. You're constantly having to balance out your life whether it's what you eat, how much you work out, what type of workout you do, it's how much sleep you get. Like, and if you teeter off of that balance, even just a little, you don't feel well. And so it's just that it's that constant, like state of trying to live your life without feeling like crap every day. Um, I've had to go exactly. through it myself with like IBS and, and it's, oh, you have really IBS. Tough. Mm -hmm. that's really tough I'm sorry to hear that yeah. that's really freaking but, tough. you know it's like finding that balance of then and then you're good but then one day you have something and you're like not good for three months exactly yeah. that's exactly what it is like when you have an autoimmune disease and mm -hmm. like with IBS one of my best girlfriends has that and oh my god it's like I, I mean up watching down, up her was like watching the mirror of myself you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's like and there's so much shame wrapped around it and she's like, right. girl, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then, and then it gets so confusing because with, with her IBS, it's like, if she gets nervous, if she's doing a movie yeah. then she's having to run off a set and like, same thing with you, like you're doing, like, you're just trying to like live life. And it's like, oh my God, I can't even do this. And then it impacts yeah. your partnerships and your relationships. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just all this stigma, all this yeah. stigma, you know, it's like, oh, women should do this and act like that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, well, sorry, you know, this is the body that I'm dealing with. And the thing is, it's like, it's not like something that's on the, like we can tell by a body shape or the way it impacts the body and the right. way that there's inflammation in the body and things like that. But I, I, I say that these are like silent diseases, whether it's PCOS or yes. endo or IBS, it's they're silent again, because it's not like if you say, you know, I have cancer. People would be like, oh shit, you know, oh, pardon my language. Um, oh crap. You know, like that's, I mean, cause that's a right. horrific thing, you know, right. but this is horrific too. And it's, it is, and it, it impacts the quality of, of life. And, and I'm just so thankful 
you know, for all anyone out there, yourself, everyone that is, um, you know, giving voice to these issues and to these um, autoimmune issues that people um, mm-hmm. really need support on, you know? Yeah. And so with Alara, you're right. It, it requires that, it requires so much balance. And what is balance, right? Like we keep hearing right. these things about yeah, everything in balance, everything in moderation. It's like, oh my God, guys, we're like, we're just trying to live. And especially now with all the trauma that we've all been through, you know, like through this pandemic, through, you know, everything that's going on globally. And even that, the way that, the way that, you know, our cortisol levels and all of, all of this stuff is totally affected right now. Um, and so it's really hard to tell what's coming from what, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and with PCOS, it's like, okay, you can eat like a, you know, an an alkaline diet one day and that means really work and then people really shift. Sorry, let me just interrupt you for a sec to explain a little more to our audience, um, what PCOS is since yes, a lot of women do have it and don't realize that's what it is. that's causing their problems. I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, I wanted you to just take a moment and explain um, to the audience that's that's listening to the podcast it, what PCOS is because a lot of women do have it and don't realize that that's the cause of their problems. Yes, of course. So um, PCOS is um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And um, essentially PCOS um, means that you're creating more than one follicle um, on your ovary. Um, <clears throat> again, it's when you produce eggs that go through your body. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's, it, sorry. It's essentially a hormonal disorder that causes enlarged ovaries with, with small cysts and that can become bigger on the outer edges. Um, and it's not really understood. Uh, and it, it's can be it, where it's coming from. Typically, usually it's, uh, genetic and environmental factors that are involved and PCOS can be extremely painful, um, especially like when you're ovulating, you know, when you have multiple cysts on the outer edges of your ovaries and sometimes these get filled with fluid and keep getting bigger, 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 and then they rupture. And it's horrifically Mm -hmm. painful um, because essentially then that fluid, you know, is all, all in these lower areas of your body and your body either has to reabsorb it or at times you have to go get these cysts aspirated. This is something that can come in every single month. Um, and uh, it's very, uh, it can be extremely debilitating. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, I knew um, some girls in my high school that actually had to have surgery to remove some of the cysts because they got so big. I don't know oh, yes. if they'll do that or if they aspirate them instead. And it affects your fertility, doesn't it? Because the because of um, you know, this I think that the cysts and the and the endometriosis make it hard even for a fertilized egg to implant into the uterus. Is that do I have that correct? Um, yes, that is accurate, as well as the fact that it impacts um, your hormones. Right. And so that's the, the tricky thing about hormones to me. I look at it sort of like a spider web because you pull on one side and then everything else goes wonky or like a piece of cellophane. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but when you have excess estrogen in your body, um, so you start having weight gain, you know, from like your belly button down to like your knees in that area, um, you, you know, it can cause, um, I mean, there's so many different symptoms that it can cause, 
Um, and the best, really the best way to suppress it is, uh, is to take um, either, the, is to have either the Marina IUD or a birth control pill, um, things like that. Uh, that you know that essentially suppress that suppress your period because the longer that you suppress your period basically do not get your period the more you're preserving the eggs and the more you're preser mm. preserving your body um it's really it's really an intense experience and that's why i'm so thankful like so thankful to have this platform because like the fact that women can be able to have this support and have these very difficult questions being answered and and tricky questions and things that we don't learn about as well as like you know actually have doctors that care and that are listening to you and you know that can assist and people that you know take care of you on a holistic level is is so key because again you know as you know and, and what we've been talking about with autoimmune diseases it's like such a holistic process that is necessary yes. for help because it, it impacts every area of your life and Jamie, before Bonnie had asked that, we were talking a little bit about the food um, situation and just, you know, an anti-inflammatory diet, which I'm sure is, is what's associated with it. What other, like when it comes to the finding that balance within your life and managing your pain, you know, what, what have you found that helps you? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What really helps me a lot is... Um, well, probiotics are very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, again, like a very pH balanced diet to the best of my capacity without making, you know, without making yourself crazy about it. Um, right. Yoga really, really helps. Yoga like changed oh. my life. Um, how, does, how does yoga help? Yoga helps in terms of, of I, I, so a lot of heavy impact exercise can be extremely painful with mm -hmm. this particular disease. Um, you know, like anything that's high impact, any like slamming of the feet, slamming down of the body, because it like radiates up into your pelvis, into your belly. And it's just like, oh my God, you know, um, because there's some days, like I said, you can't even like sit down, you know, and it's painful right. just to walk or run and it comes out of nowhere. So it's like very sharp and shooting pains and it's, it's a bummer. Um, but yoga, what I really love about it and the practice is it not only, helps with any physical pain but that movement that mindfulness that attention to one's body the the attention to oneself for that hour to hour and a half um that stillness is something that i find is one of the most um impactful things because you're by attuning to when i attune to my body i really understand what's coming from what you know what what area of pain or um disturbance is coming from, sorry, one second, my dog keeps trying to come out here, my little sassy dog. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and, and just taking that time for oneself also, um, at least for me, like really helped change my mindset about things. Um, it's just far more gentler and there are particular um, stances and poses. My yoga teacher, his name is Mikey Bud. 
um, he has particular um, particular uh, poses that he does specifically, you know, when women are on their period or if they have issues like this that are extremely helpful. Um, and so I'll get you guys like the, a list of those poses if you guys want to post them. And is there any medication that you take along with with um, changing your diet to be an anti-inflammatory diet? Um, no, not not medication. Uh, I do a lot of um, herbs and supplements and things like that, and um, they're very specialized uh, mm -hmm. uh, and made for me. Um, and calcium, CalMag really helps me a lot. Bees help me a lot. Vitamin C's help me a lot. Um, uh, and lots and lots of electrolytes too. Yeah. Hydration. So Hydration always. Yes. Um, and then obviously too, you're still working. You're, um, starring in a Netflix series, Black Summer. I um, mean, you have so much else coming up too. Does, how do you make sure that your, you know, PCOS and, and endo like stay dormant while you're working? Uh, uh, I so wish hard. I could make you say it. it's pretty hard. Right. I'm not laughing yeah. at you. I'm just like laughing because it's, it's like, you know how it is, girl. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, yeah, there's Black Summer is a show that I produce and star in for Netflix. And, you know, so, it, it, and I produce a lot. And so it's, it's not just like when I'm on camera, I'm there on, on these sets every single day, like boots on the ground, you know? Um, yeah. and it, it was, interesting because when I was doing a heart of Dixie, that was one of the, the most painful times for me. Um, mm -hmm. I really like, they just couldn't get me suppressed. They couldn't figure out what to do. Um, and I was rejecting, like my body was rejecting all the regular treatments. Um, interestingly, like the pat, like after I had my second son and I had a, a, what, I think another miscarriage right after that too. Um, something shifted in my body. And I think that, you know, uh, what I'm really grateful for is that when I'm working now, I don't have the same kind of pain that I used to have. And I really believe it's because I exhausted every single freaking option. And because mm -hmm. I spent over a decade mm -hmm. dedicating my life to like figuring my way around this thing. Um, yeah. And honestly, you know, the one thing that I love about being an actor and a writer and producing, it's like, it's so immersive and you, you have to be so present. Right. And that's really mm -hmm. the thing that I love about it. That's what I love about, you know, doing this podcast with you guys. It's, it's this thing that, you know, everyone wants to be seen and heard and felt and that togetherness and that like presence with other human beings and seeing their beauty and what they do um, is something that heals me. And so strangely, uh, you know, before the pain would get ahead of me and I, I felt like I couldn't focus. And now I've really learned to like sit with it and let it go and allow like the work, allow the work to, to rejuvenate me, allow what I do to rejuvenate me, allow these communications and connections and conversations and scenes and all this beautiful creative stuff to really, it's like Carrie Fisher, when she says, you take your broken heart and you turn it into art. You know, it's mm -hmm. like kind of the same thing that I do in a strain, in a fun way that actually works for me, that um, really assists me. What um, you you're producing Black Summer as well as starring in it. What attracted you to do that particular project? Um, in terms of, as an actor or as a producer, both. Um, 
you know what what really attracted me was was the script when I read the script I was like oh my god this is one of the best things I've ever read in my life and I was like this isn't about zombies at all (laughs) no mention of zombies we've never mentioned zombies like in the script and it's really interesting because what I love about it it's really an exploration of what happens when people have you know are divided when there is hatred and division in the country. And, and that's really when it first started, um, when we first started Black Summer, we, we wanted to use it as a metaphor for things. We, we really wanted to talk about things that mattered to us and guys under a genre whilst being as entertaining as possible. And, and ironically, of course, it's also about a pandemic. And this was before mm, yeah. the pandemic happened. And so <clears throat> you could see that like when we were, when we were shooting second season, uh, as everything was shutting down producerally was one of the most intense times of my life and also taught me some of the best lessons I ever possibly could learn about how we take care of our crews and our cast. And, and I, I was attracted to producing it because I love, 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 love producing. And I love um, having people's backs, you know, and as a creative producer, you're there every day. You're there for every decision, every fiscal decision, every creative decision. You're making sure that the actors are taking care of the crews, taking care of. And there's something about rallying behind people on sets that, you know, is really the thing that I love the most. You know, it's really the thing that I love the most is to produce. Um, I love watching other people shine. Um, I have ever since I started. And um, when I was 19, 20, 21, I lived with um, Stacy Kramer and Peter Kramer, who, who were two brilliant executives. And, I, and I, I learned so much from the opposite side, from the studio side and um, from the financing side of what that looked like. And, and also so much from the creative side at the same time. And so it, like I was mentored by some of these extraordinary human beings. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And I want to do this. I want to, I want to be able to give roles to my friends that are not getting cast and anything because they're to this or to that, da, 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 da. Like I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to be that woman one day and open up a production company, which I did two years ago called Hooligan Dreamers. I'm so proud. Um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be in a position where I can rise people up and, and tell their stories so that they can be seen and heard and felt, which again, I repeat myself, but that's something that's really important to me and, and, and get, get people up and out there doing what they love to do and, and, and assist in that opportunity. It's really fun. I love it. Um, and, and you play a mother in that, in uh, black summer too. Did that, was that appealing for you? Did you relate to that? Like a mother that's separated first from her child? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I would have ever been able to do it in the same way if I didn't have children and gone through what I've gone through. Um, you know, I mean, obviously with acting, you use a lot of imagination and at the same time, you use a lot of your own life. And to me, I don't just play characters. It's not the way that I was trained. Um, and, you know, it's really, uh, you're merging who you are and who someone else is, it is, right? And you're finding who they are in you and who you are in them. And, as a mother, I mean, it, it took me a lot of months to recover after each season, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because the stakes are so high for, for Rose, um, in the first season when she's separated from her daughter, which, you know, I've, I mean, being separated from your children is literally the most excruciating experience in your life for me, 
most excruciating experience ever. Um, and my life literally revolves around my children. And clearly I've always wanted to be a mother, which is why I was willing to, you know, go through this torturous process to attempt to have children and to have children and to mm-hmm. lose all those, uh, lose so many pregnancies because it, it just, it was just in my soul that that's what I wanted. Um, and in the second season, uh, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but it's all about protecting that child. And so I, I just pour everything into it. You know what I mean? I pour mm-hmm. everything into yeah. that yeah. part and into who that is and the ferocity of what it means to be a mother and that no, you will do no, whatever it takes, no matter what, no matter how ruthless, no matter how brutal, it doesn't matter. Like nothing's going to come near my kids. Just like nothing is going to come near her. And is there any um, plans for season three? How are you filming it? Um, what can we expect there? I've been doing, I can't talk about season three, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> um, but I've just been, I've been filming back to back. So I'm getting ready to go into production on a film that I'm producing um, with Hooligan Dreamers, my, with my company um, called Man's Son. And it's myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frank Grillo, uh, Remy Grillo is directing it. I'm really excited about it. We start that um, next week. So we're in pre-production now. Um, Words, Manson. Manson, yeah. Like not about Charles Manson. It is. Oh, it is. Not. It's about like the descendants of it. Ooh. And it's a really brilliant psychological thriller. And I love it. And I'm so excited about it. Oh, that <laughs> sounds so And Will Peltz is in it. It's like the cast is insane. Charles Manson has descendants? I can't tell you because we haven't found it yet. <laughs> oh my god! But it's that basically about good. like the descendants and the uprising of like you know Charles, like the Charles Manson um, group. Oh, like, wow! Uh, like his yeah. that sounds very intense. It's yeah, it's very intense. Um, <laughs> and will you, are you also um, starring in that? I will also star in that as well. Yes, producing um, and starring. Oh my gosh! Amazing. And um, I just wrapped a film called Lights Out. Um, that's a really, really cool film. Um, that's me, uh, Makai Pfeiffer, Jeremy Rommel Rooney, um, Juju Chan. Frank's also in that one. Um, I really like working with my friends a lot. Um, <laughs> and in that film, I uh, play a, 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 a cop um, that essentially has been corrupted. Um, she's a mother and she's corrupted not by choice but by um her husband being very sick and she has to go basically to the ends of the earth to try and um get as much money as she can so that she can save her husband's life um and unfortunately she has to do that through through corrupting the system which and she works in and it and that also is another real story about what it means to be a mother and and the link and and what it means to you know when you're essentially like for her she's basically a single mom you know um, because right. I've been so sick and, um, and really what that looks like. And then I also, before that, I wrapped a film called Banshee with Antonio Banderas and the brilliant Catherine Davis. Um, Amazing. And then before that, I wrapped a film Wait, called what's Ban- And what's Banshee about? Oh, Banshee's about, um, Banshee is essentially, uh, I play uh, an assassin. 
an assassin Ooh, who amazing um, roles you're playing. Yes. It's so, it's been so fun. I've been so blessed, like truly blessed, especially during this time, like the past two plus years, you know, when we've just been trying to get any production up and cost for COVID. And I mean, it's like, it's, it's a miracle. It really is a miracle that we get to be working. And I'm just so, so thankful and to talk about things and, and, and do products that, that are meaningful to me and meaningful. I hope for other women and people where they can see themselves in it, you know, and lady that, um, I did over uh, with my girlfriend, Mariana Polka, who directed it, um, that film, you know, is a true story. Um, and it's essentially about, um, a woman who finds out that she has the BRCA gene and, um, and, and Devin, our, our fearless warrior, um, Devin Siddell, um, she plays opposite me and it's her story. Um, and she found out because her sister uh, was diagnosed and had to get um, a double mastectomy and had to have all of her reproductive organs removed and she almost died. And I play her sister like in real life in this. And it was a very intense um, role. Um, I lost my best friend, uh, from cancer she died in my arms and um oh, sorry to hear that. and that thank you thank you and um Devin's just a warrior for for not only writing the film about her life but to honor her sister as well and um yeah these these and stories the brocagene for our audience that's listening that's um when you have a gene that makes you predisposed i mean highly predisposed to get breast cancer and ovarian cancer, correct? Precisely. And so mm -hmm. if you find out too late, typically, I mean, a lot of the times you have to do very radical surgeries. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> and Devin, you know, always wanted to have children. And, you know, uh, she didn't get to have that opportunity. Um, and there's one line in the film and I, I remember asking her, I was like, hey, Dev, did this, did you really say this to your sister? And she's like, yeah. And she, and, and the line was, I, I, well, thank you for getting, for getting cancer or thank you for getting cancer. So I didn't, so I didn't have to. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, thank you for getting so sick so I didn't have to because she wouldn't, she would have died, you know, she, like her, like her sister almost did and right. they're both alive and thriving and healthy and well. Um, but her sister would use her and her sister would use humor as we all need to, to get through these things. And so, um, 
yeah, I'm just, I'm very proud of the projects that I've been working on. I'm very grateful for the wonderful artists that, um, that I'm surrounded by. It's just, it's, it's really great. It's amazing well, stories you've got, that you're telling. Yes, you. we've got so many uh, wonderful and uh, rewarding uh, projects that you already completed and that are coming up. Um, and so that's, you know, fantastic. And just to um, end with Alara, I just want to make sure our audience knows so they can go to Alara. It's at alara.com. Um, the website is Alara, A-L-L-A-R-A. -A -A. You can go to alara.com. And they can um, connect through that website with health professionals who specialize in reproductive health who will know about uh, P PCOS and also about endometriosis. And they will help them find um, <clears throat> You know the professionals, the professionals that they need. Like what? Yes. So we so to recap what Alara is. Um, you know, Alara is an online online um, digital healthcare platform to support women um, that have PCOS. Um, like I said, uh, PCOS affects one in ten women. Um, and so therefore, if you go on to Alara to this website, it basically you'll be paired with a care team that's specially trained in PCOS needs a medical provider, registered um, dietitians. Uh, the way that it helps, they have ongoing one-on-one -on -one support via video calls, messaging, and personalized care plans and goal tracking, which is super important because everybody is so different with this stuff. And when you have PCOS or autoimmune diseases, um, uh, there's 30 minute video appointments with medical providers specializing PCOS, video visits and messaging with, um, with the dietitian. I mean, there's so many great things on this site. Um, and, and also what I really love is that you have um, advanced diagnostic testing and prescriptions as needed, because these tests, again, are very specific that you need for, um, to assist in um, managing PCOS and the other things that come along with it. And I've just, um, I'm really thankful that you guys had me on and I really appreciate having this platform to talk to you guys and to other people about this. and. You know, because it not only affects like the person that has it, but it, it really does affect the partners. It affects the friends. It affects yeah. the family members. And That's I'm just, I just, I just can't thank you enough for for giving the, this time to, to share this with you. It really means like everything to me. And you know, I I prayed. I really prayed for something like this to exist. You know, when I was younger, and I I held this vision for a very long time that there would this be, eventually one day be this kind of platform. And especially again for not just women, but for marginalized communities, because to try and get the healthcare that you need when you have something like this, even a diagnosis is seemingly impossible at times. Um, and I really hope, I really hope that this can change, can help change people and help let them know that they're supported and loved and cared for. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, Jamie. We appreciate it. Thank that. you so much for coming on the Hollywood Life podcast and telling our, our audience and us all about it because it is such an important topic. And I'm sure that you have now helped so many women who, um, who have heard this conversation. And um, so thank you again and good luck with all of your, all of your work, your projects, your family. Thank you so much. can't wait to see. You guys too. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have you back soon when you have an, um, your, your movies and, and new seasons to promote. 
I yep. would love that. Thank yes. you. Awesome. Thank you so much. You guys are extraordinary women and I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jamie. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.